If you're listening to this podcast, it is likely because you're currently being pursued by some sort of extraterrestrial, spiritual, or cryptozoological threat. You probably saw that this show was about these sorts of otherworldly abominations and reckoned it a place of insight. Unfortunately, the following podcast is entirely farcical and will be of little help to anyone. But you're here, so you might as well enjoy the show and pray that it doesn't find you. Welcome back to Lorefolk. It's a podcast where we riff on all things paranormal. I'm your host, Aiden Kid, and today I'm joined by my co-host and confidant, Maddie Barr! Yay! Welcome back to the show! It's another bright and shiny brand new episode. Maddie, what do you have to talk to us about today? We are diving right in. I have a question from Yahoo, Aiden. Somebody wants to know, how hard would it be to become a cryptid? If I wore big horns and lurked in the shadows during the witching hours, would anyone who caught a glimpse of me believe that I was a monster and spin tales of their encounter? Or would my ruse be seen through immediately and it'd just be kind of awkward for everyone involved? Aiden, how hard would it be to become a cryptid? What steps would you have to take to fake cryptiddom in your local area? This is a very good question <laughs> with big Scooby-Doo villain energy. Yes. How hard would it be? Would everyone think I was super cool and spooky? Or would a bunch of middle schoolers make mean TikToks about me and say, hey, there's an old guy who's pretending to be a cryptid in the woods today. <laughs> what would happen? Oh, no. Okay. So... Christ. I think there's two ways you can go. Like, you have to go all in, actually. Yeah. You can't say, I'm going to sprinkle in little bits of cryptid, because I think the the less you're trying, the easier it is for someone to realize it's you. But if you have that full conviction, then people would think, who would try that hard to pretend, right? <laughs> no one's dumb enough to pretend to be Bigfoot that much, so it must be a real cryptid. There is a right way to do this. And when they talk about dressing up as a cryptid, that is part of it. See, you'll find that all cryptids follow a simple rule that we call Tim Allen's Law. And that is, (laughs) if you kill them and wear their skin, you become the new version of that cryptid. Much like how Tim Allen skinned Santa Claus and wore his skin to become the new Santa. I remember that happening in the movie. So, like, if you want to be, like, a Mothman, you have to kill Mothman and wear his skin like he's a goddamn Tauntaun, and then you'll become magically infused with him, and you will become the new Mothman. Right, Aiden, what if I want to become my OC cryptid? Maybe you start, as the actor does, when embodying a role, and you make a little list for your cryptid. You say, what's my cryptid's favorite color? What does my cryptid think when they wake up in the morning? What kind of shoes does my cryptid wear? Because all the best actors in the the business, you know, they say the character begins once they put on their shoes. When they don their footwear, then suddenly I am Cat Lady from Cats. 
I can't remember their names. Victoria? Sure. Or do you mean Grizabella? Uh, no, it was a different one. Perhaps Old Deuteronomy. No, you're so close. Are you thinking of Skimbleshanks the Railway Cat or Magical Mr. Mistopheles? It's right on the tip of my tongue. What's a what's another cat's character? I just can't think uh, of it. Buster for Jones? No. Mayhaps? No. Bombalarina? No. Mungo Jerry and Rumpelteaser? I don't think so. No, no, no. Oh, 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 oh. I got it. Muskentrap. Oh, yeah. That's there the we go. That's who I was thinking of. Thank you. Thank God Aiden has an encyclopedic knowledge <laughs> of all the characters and cats. It's my curse. So go method for your cryptid. Th- pick out cute little details about their life, and then you'll just become them. I have it. Maddie, hold on. <gasps> what? We can take heed from cats. Oh? What you need to do to become a cryptid is you need to become a world-famous actor. Mm. And you need to be selected for some ill-advised Tom Hooper nightmare and get CGI'd into that creature. Mm. And when that movie happens, the CGI will take hold of your soul and it will transfer over to your DNA and you will become the monster. Uh You become the cryptid. Nobody's seen any of the actors from Cats since (laughs) Cats came out because those fuckers are monstrosities now. They've been turned. They've crossed. You'll notice that Idris Elba is always wearing a hat now that he's out in public (laughs) to hide his macavity ears. The one time we've seen James Corden and Rebel Wilson was when they made fun of the poor people who were working on that goddamn movie for a paycheck Mm. at the Oscars or Golden Globes or whatever the fuck that was. You'll notice the Taylor Swift's new album encourages staying inside and wearing sweaters. Is that so no one can see your cat body, Taylor? Hmm? So that's how you become the cryptid, dear listener. Meet Tom Hooper, become his friend. Also, at the same time, already be an actor and get cast in his new fetish musical movie. People don't realize, but every single actor is just one step away from becoming a cryptid at the end of their career. They just choose not to. They do a book deal instead or something like that. All right, Maddie, I have a question from a Reddit user named Let's Get You Started, who asks, Do you think, given the right circumstances and proper precautions, one could possibly befriend a dog man? I heard of them being curious about us, bored and watching, following people home, leaving food for us at the door, etc. And no, I'm not going to try. Strictly for conversation, haha. Haha. So I think, first of all, we need to address the dog man in the room, is that is the fact that we've never talked about dog men on this podcast before. No, we haven't. So for people who are unfamiliar, they're werewolves, but they don't be boys. Human boys, when I say boys, is what I mean. They're permanently these goddamn real-life furries. Oh. Who who lurk in the woods and do as this Reddit user has said they do. They're just like werewolves, but with the human sentience in the werewolf body. I think they have dog sentience. Oh, okay. So it's just a really advanced dog? Yes. Advanced dog. Dogmen are interested in us, right? They leave little snacks out for us. Yes, and he wants to know if it's possible to befriend. Just think about any time you've encountered a feral cat in your neighborhood. And the steps you've taken to get that cat to come hang out on your porch or your stoop, right? Maybe put out some snacks, some milk, give a little pss, 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 pss. And, um... Maddie, 
We're not talking about cats, though this is a really good way to get Taylor Swift to be your friend. Back on the topic of cats, but these are dog people. You can't... Uh, doggy? If you think about the steps that you took to get the cat, that's what the dog man is doing to you. You are the cat in this situation. You're the feral animal that the dog man is showing interest in. So think about that and, and keep an eye out for those signs. Does the dog man leave you a snack? Maybe maybe partake in the snack. Maybe it's just some sticks because dog men don't know what we like to eat. But you want to be friends with the dog man. So you take the stick and you go, oh, num num num, this is delicious. And you sort of, you know, put it by the side of your mouth so it looks like you're eating it. So the dog man thinks that they've done a great job in giving you a good snack. And just fall prey to all of its traps until you are the cat on the stoop of the dog man. Are you implying that dog men are like the step above people? Goes dog, man, dog man. It's a logical progression, I suppose. Yeah. If you combine the two, dogs are man's best friend and man is dog man's best friend. And all we had to do was DBZ fuse together to become the ultimate life form. But yeah, it, it sounds like this dog man is already interested in, in humans, so show interest in that interest i guess now what you're gonna have to do once you have befriended the dog man to keep the dog man around you are gonna have to adopt like instagram puppo speak to appease it you will need to call that dog man a heckin chonker and you will give him pats the dog man will make an instagram page for you and post <laughs> pretending to be you saying things about itself oh that's the itself. most degrading thought in the world <laughs> is having a higher being start an instagram page about you but using the same way we talk about dogs for you <laughs> the dog man posts a picture of you like literally just on the couch watching tv <laughs> And it's like, ha ha, I can't wait till mom gets home to feed me, hee hee, even though you're like a human and you can just feed yourself. Am human needs snack and snack is spelled just with a K. Dogmen haven't progressed in their in their memory as far as we have. <laughs> so they're still in the can has cheeseburger phase of human memes. So that's the risk you run by befriending a dog man. Dear Reddit user, let's get you started. You do run the risk of getting memed pretty damn hard. Alright, we're in the ad break now. We don't have actual ads. Nobody pays us to do this damn show. And so we're gonna read some fake ads. Maddie, tell the people how they could buy an ad from us. If you want to purchase an ad and support the show, go to pnnpodcasts.com slash advertising. That's the site for the network that we're a part of. You could buy a $5 ad for a real project that you're working on, or a fun, jokey meme $6 ad for a shout-out. This episode of Lorefolk is sponsored by Pringles. Just regular Pringles? Just standard Pringles. Not sci-fi Pringles, not haunted Pringles, not even Pringles made out of human flesh. Just Pringles. 
Okay. Do not be suspicious of your Pringles. I assure you they are standard and remain unchanged as to how they always were. Today's sponsor is Expansive Fields. Just the absolute biggest, dullest field of grass you've ever seen. What will you find in the expanse? What secrets does the soil hold? Only one way to find out. How far into the field are you willing to walk? Will you fall prey to the mysteries of the grass or live forever in regret? Listen to Lorefolk on Thursdays. <laughs> what is so funny? What happened? Sorry, I'm looking at my phone and my mom texted us and said I had to change the Netflix password because someone in Japan signed into our account. I'll email the new one to you. But my brother just told me yesterday that he got a VPN so that he signed <laughs> from a Japanese account. <laughs> Wait, this is so funny. This episode of Lorefolk, sponsored by NordVPN. <laughs> Not really. I don't know why it's so But it could have been Nord. Because your product is clearly fooling everybody. But you didn't pay for it for us. Uh, the little frowny face emoji like, uh, some idiot in Japan. <laughs> <laughs> it's your son. He's in the next room. <laughs> tell her. Okay, you sorry. Tell her? Anyway. <laughs> that made it into the episode. That made it oh, good. Oh, good. He's trying to watch anime Look, from Netflix. I don't Netflix. know why that's like the funniest thing I've ever experienced. He said, Lamau, yeah, that's me. <laughs> All right, Maddie. We have, for the first time ever, a listener question. Yeah, yeah. We got this question sent to us by Ev, who writes, It was Halloween night, 2019, and my friends and I were in the back of a truck just kind of driving around when we decided to go to our local, supposedly haunted house. No one lives there, and all the windows are shattered from local teens throwing rocks and such. Well, we pull up, and I am the only one who doesn't know anything about it and I wasn't aware that they had previously performed a ritual in there. Nothing satanic, but still. While we were looking at it, I got a weird vibe. And then as we started to drive away, I see the reason of the weird vibe was a person or spirit or something or something else standing off to the side of the window. I kept looking at it, and it was in a spot where you could only see them from one direction. So when we were parked in front, I couldn't see that this thing was staring at me. STARING IN ALL CAPS. I was extremely scared and told all of my friends what I saw, but I don't think they believed me. I know this whole thing is kind of hard to follow, but ever since that night, I've seen shadows out of the corner of my eyes every day, sometimes straight on. Is there any explanation or way to stop it? So what you've had happened is you've got a ghost admirer. I was going to say, is this a, a friendship hazing? Just a little spooky hazing? You're the only one who hasn't been there before. Uh, unless this person's friends are capable of entering the fucking spectral plane and imprinting shadows on her eyeballs, Maddie, I don't think this is a prank. I meant hazing as the fr as a group of friends. They say, oh, when we meet someone new, we take them to this house and have a real ghost fall in love with them for real. And that's the fun part. Ah, okay. But maybe not. <laughs> Who knows? Maybe not. So to stop it, 
How do you stop? How do you, Maddie? Mm-hmm. How do you stop love? This is going to be really, really sad to hear, but just be yourself unapologetically. Do not compromise in this relationship whatsoever. And soon enough, the person who loves you the most will find things about you that bother you. Because kids, that's how it really is in the real world. If you love someone and you want to work it out together in a relationship, you have to make compromises. Because the things they like about you will sometimes bug them. But if you're a smart adult, you'll say, oh, I didn't realize that. Sorry, I'll stop doing it like that so it doesn't bother you. But in this situation, dear listener, you will not relent. You will watch TV on full volume at 3 a.m. And you will make a quesadilla for lunch and not make one for them because you just didn't think about it. Be yourself so hard that they hate everything about you that they used to like. And then boom, you're done. Love fades, kids. Love fades. Love fades. Like, not to be sad, you know, love's real or whatever, but if you don't if you don't put work into the relationship, you won't get anything out of it. So what I'm telling you is to be really bad in this relationship in particular so that it fizzles away. Anyway, that's the end of our podcast. That's the end of our podcast. It's the end of true love. <laughs> love is dead and you'll die alone. That's how you'll get rid of that ghost is just eventually it'll lose interest. Don't just don't feel bad, though. All right, folks, that's going to do it for us on this episode. Just a reminder, we're but babes in the woods and we're not paying for any sort of advertisement for this show. So we rely solely on word of mouth and your help. So we really appreciate the fact that some people have been doing some nice things for yeah. us. I saw that Instagram post. Yeah, I saw so you say those things and draw that cool art. Artwork. That meant a lot to me. Yeah. Tell your friends. Your comments and you sharing the TikToks. It makes us feel good in our arteries. Yeah. And remember, you can, just like this person, send in a question, a comment, or something paranormal-related, an encounter story like like this person specifically did, and you could possibly get talked about on the show. Just make sure that when you do, you include your name that you want us to call you by and your pronouns. Yeah, if you like how ruthlessly we just came down on that person, that could be you too. If you want to be reminded that death is inevitable and that love isn't real, you can submit to lorefolk at lorefolksubmissions at gmail.com, which this person didn't do, yeah, by, by the, the way. way. Sorry, I love you. You used the wrong email. It's fine. I'll let it slide. But <laughs> if you're going to roast you right here, <laughs> right now, Ev. If anyone else is wandering around on the PNN website, first of all, thanks. I worked really hard on that site, but that's not the email for our specific show. <laughs> so love you. Close, but no we cigar. It's fine. But it's fine. We still talked about it. So it's all... And don't forget to follow us on Twitter and Instagram. And of course, my new Dogman Overlord's <laughs> Instagram page that he made for me, where he calls me a heckin' chonker. That's Aiden. That's me. Aiden Kid, verified heckin' chonker. You know, we say this is a bit, but the amount of people who would totally get off on having like a Dogman Overlord who like Ooh, no, no, walks no. them. That's how we're gonna end the episode. We're no. gonna end it on that note. <laughs>